I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew Johnson. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. He's got the ball. Jared Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. This morning I was having a listen to Brett Finch's podcast with Ricky Stewart and there was a really interesting chat around where Ricky Stewart likes to watch the game from. So he spoke about that a lot of coaches are in the coaching box, but he he also mentioned that a lot of the guys that coached him when he was coming through the grades and he was a young bloke when he was in first grade were guys that coached from the sideline and he sort of said that he felt more, you know, attached to him. He felt like the the, the coach had a better understanding of what was going on. I mean, you get a real feel for you get a real feel for the tempo of the game, the momentum of the game, the way that it's playing out once you're actually down there on the field. Um, I think it's hard to read the energy of teams at times when you're up in a box or when you're on TV. When you're on the surface, when you're down on the grass, I mean, you can just feel the energy. You can feel who's on top and and, uh, you know, not everyone would be able to do that, but these coaches that have been around rugby league enough, I mean, when you're down there, I, I believe you can feel it. I believe with my team that I coach, I can feel it. You know, I, I, I really like being on the sideline because you don't worry as much about the scoreboard. You worry about the feel of the game. And you can see with the body language of your players, I mean, you're right down there with them. It's a lot easier to see, yeah. And you can, you can also sort of get... Um, you can get a feel from your guys that are sitting on the pine, the guys that have come off, especially like your front rowers and stuff that are right in the guts of it. I mean, you can get a really good vibe from them. And when you're up on the sideline, I think you can sort of disguise that everything's going well, everything's okay when you talk over a walkie-talkie, but you can't hide body language. You can't, especially when you're tired and your coach is next to you. I mean, you can say what you want to say, but your coach can tell from your body language and how you're responding. And I really like this from Ricky Stewart. I love that he's down there on the sideline. I think it makes for great entertainment too. I think Canberra Raiders fans, whenever I talk to them, they all seem to love it. And the one thing that I would say that if I was a first grade coach, the one thing that I would want, if I'm going to be down on the sideline, which I back 100%, I need someone with an eye that I trust up in the box. So I need someone sitting up in the box that I can trust what they're telling me, that they understand the game plan, they understand what the opposition is trying to do, and they're able to relay that down to me because... You know, you can understand the vibe of the game and all that, but from down on the sideline, but you need to be able to see it and see the weaknesses of of the opposition. And, you know, a lot of things you can see from ground level. A lot of things you can't, though, and you do need that aerial perspective. It's been a big thing in the NFL for a long time. A lot of these coaches watching their practice from, like, cherry pickers and whatnot. And, I mean, it, it, it is a necessary thing in rugby league for me. You can see so much more from up there. I mean, when you watch it on TV, you know, you can see little things happening that you probably couldn't see 
when you're actually on the sideline. And for me personally, that's why I now prefer to watch games at home rather than go out to them because you just see more. You get that aerial perspective that you just don't really get at the games. And for me, if I was a full-time coach in the NRL and, you know, my job was on the line and it was so reliant on wins and losses and um, identifying weaknesses in opposition. Because at at the end of the day, you can do as much tape as you want all week, but if the opposition shows up and they throw something different at you, which a lot of the time they will, a lot of the time you'll have to adjust on the run. And if you're down there on the the sideline with your players, I think it helps your players, it helps you understand the tempo of the game, but you need someone up in the sky that can see what's going on, that can adjust to what's going on and can make changes, especially at halftime. It's just so important to have someone in your camp that can identify what needs to be done. And for me, this is where picking your assistant coach is so important. I mean, we sort of we sort of pass it off as being the best job in the world. No pressure. Uh, the players all tend to really like you. But f- for me, if I if I was in the NRL, my assistant coach would be someone with a fantastic eye for rugby league, someone that, that can identify weaknesses in an instant, someone that can see things unfolding. And I would have them up in the stands. I would have them up in the box. I would have them, you know, with their iPad, Um, with their little clips that they'd be taking all the way throughout the game and I would have them ready to show me at halftime and it needs to be quick, it needs to be instant. We don't have half an hour for this. We've got three or four minutes for you to lay it on me and for me to pass it on. And, you know, they're not going to get it right every time. Realistically, a coach isn't going to get it right every time either. But I, I, I feel like that's sort of my perfect combo. That's how I would do it if I was coaching the NRL. If I was the head coach, I myself would be down on the sideline with the players getting a feel for the tempo of the game and I would have the best eye in my club up in the box studying what's going on essentially watching the opposition for me I feel like you get so used to your own shapes and your own structures that when you are on the sideline you can identify what's going right what's going wrong what you need to adjust but it's more so for the opposition and you need a really good rugby league eye up in the box to be able to make those assessments and you know, I really like the way that Ricky Stewart goes about. I love the way that he shows his emotion on the sideline, and I think that it, I think it's good for the players too. You know, when you do something good and you see Ricky jumping up and down, I'm sure it's huge. But even more so when something goes wrong, and you can see Ricky Stewart's reaction. I mean, sometimes it's what he doesn't do that I think would sting them the most and make them pull their finger out of their ass. And it's one thing I really love about Ricky. Um, I think that early in his coaching career, he walked into a fantastic system. He absolutely flogged them and. I mean, realistically, I think anyone can walk into a club and absolutely flog them. I don't. I, I. I personally think it took ten years for Ricky Stewart to work out how to coach. To be honest with you, that's probably an unpopular opinion. He went to three grand finals in his first three years, but I mean, Freddie then walked out the door and they really did struggle. Um, he walked in on a championship team, and I think it might have made coaching harder for him. To be honest with you, he won a premiership in his first season. It all would have seemed so easy. He had a guy like Brad Fittler next to him. He had a half like Brett Finch, the man interviewing him, who was a really smart seven. You had guys like Craig Wing. You had a forward pack that just never lost a contest. You had strike backs. You had you know your your fullback was the best player in the world. I mean. There was just so much ability in this side. I think they would have been reasonably easy to coach, especially with a Brad Fittler in the building. And I, I, I honestly think it took Ricky Stewart 10 years to understand coaching. And I don't think he understood coaching until about 2014, 2015. Um, and then you saw the Raiders start to get momentum. And you can see what he's built down there. It is something really special. And I really like this chat that Finchie had with him talking about the coaching. I found it really interesting myself as a coach, but... That's definitely how I would go about it if I could in first grade. I would have myself down on the sideline understanding the vibe of the game and then I'd have my best eye up in the clouds watching the opposition and passing down to me what we need to do. 